So new episode. It's just bodybuilding. Of course, Dusty Hanshaw, Scott McNally. Wouldn't want to be here with any other two guys. Um, that's not true, actually. There's a huge list of no guys. No one else is even willing. Um, <laughs> We're the yeah, only people with the camera and the back. mic. Yeah. 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 yeah, don't point that out, Scott. <laughs> Ron tried to get a podcast going with like 20 people that said no to him, and then Scott was like, okay, okay, I'll set something up for you. Um, Fuck, finally. Yeah. Scott felt sorry for me. Um, so here we are. And uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, comment. And ring the bell. And ring the bell. Dusty's like Dusty's like a drummer that come in, comes in with that last cymbal crash, like just drags it a little. It's yeah. that little bit of behind the beat style. Smash, you know. A little drama. But I want like my gives moment. A song, gives the song a little swing because there's that little like feeling like it's not going to come and then it hits right at the very last millisecond. Yeah. Very satisfying okay. at that point. Very know? satisfying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, remember, IamMutant.com. Remember, see, there's the mutant. Mutant. Mm-hmm. supporters of the Lots show of there's a reason like nobody That's else supports so- our show everyone wants us to die and go away but mutant loves us and they want us to True. stick around i see this stainless yeah. steel shaker see how <laughs> those beat are up nice. it is Those's i love how it's one, like, yeah i know i'm a big fan so anyways you can go on immutant.com use it use the codes big ron 20 or dusty 20 to get 20 percent off you know the funny thing is some people don't know that when we say use a code dusty 20 big run 20 i've had people say they're like so if i use a code they just like they know that like you're sending people and i'm like well yeah but you also get 20 percent off yeah and they're like oh like <laughs> we got to say that like, not everyone catches on they think it's just like that's do us for a favor you, and, actually yeah do us a favor and tell us we sent you that's what they think the code is some people they're just not really used to buying online not everybody's used to it so yeah you get 20 percent off so and you save money if and then we yeah and then we get credit and if you go to the olympia you can you can meet the guys in person because mutant's going to have a booth there right exactly and scott are you going to come by the booth i will definitely come by the booth in fact i feel like we should we should tell the people who are watching right now we well next week maybe we should talk about this we should come up with a plan we are going to come up with a plan i've actually talked to george i told oh, george cool. we we're going to be there Cool. And he was we like, should, oh, let's chat, you know, so. All right, good, yeah, good. We'll, we got to come up we'll with a plan so that everybody who's watching and is going to be at the Olympia can come out and see us at the yes. same time. We can all meet up. Yes, that would be yes. awesome. I, I think it's totally worthwhile if you come and hang out at the booth with us. It'll um, be fun. For, you know, we'll tell everyone, we'll give everybody a window. We'll give everybody a window of time because, you know, Dusty and I are trapped there. But Scott has all this other fun stuff to do. All these people to visit. He's going to do the rounds. Talk to people I actually like. Oh, wait, did I see that? Yeah, talk to his real friends, you know, all (laughs) that sort of stuff. I'm looking forward to it because I haven't been to, yeah, I haven't been to the, uh, like in a big event like this for a while now. And you guys have had so much, uh, such great times. You you come back and you tell me all about like, I met these listeners and stuff. So I I can't wait. You know they, so they do. I, you know they, we've had a lot of people ask though, like where's Scott? Like they do, yeah. like they're literally mm-hmm. like, oh man, if Scott was here, and so now at the Olympia, Scott will be there. Yes, it's gonna be another level. Yeah, it's I'm gonna be pretty cool. Another level. I'm excited. Pretty cool. I'm I'm excited too. Okay, we'll figure it out. And uh, we got a lot of lot of people that that last episode we did about well it was like two episodes ago now. I can't remember the order that you release these, but the one where we were talking about. 
Would you rather have a pendulum or a hack or a leg press? Yeah. 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 The number of people that message me, they're like, I can't believe you said hack. I thought you were going to say leg press. You know, like they were really like into it. And then one guy was like, I just bought a leg press from my home gym. And now you've got me second guessing my purchase. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look what you've no, done. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, and, and I thought, man, it's funny. Like there's many years I would have said leg press because oh, yeah. I always figured, well, if you have a squat rack, you can squat. Yeah. Right. So the leg press is like, you can do other things on it. So there's many years I would have said that, but I just, it was funny how many people, cause I got a lot of guys that follow me that are like home gym guys. Yes. Right. Cause I'm mutant on a mission. So I get like an especially heavy equipment, heavy fan base, you know, that yeah. message me. They're like, I get guys that are like, look at this leg press. I just, you know, bought and welded and repainted. And, you know, like they're so proud of their stuff. It's, it's, it's cool. And then, Another thing that's funny, do you guys ever have imposter syndrome for anything? To be something that you're really into, so then people come to you thinking you're like even more of an expert than you are. Oh, you're like, whoa, okay. whoa, yeah. I don't know. I don't like, you know what I mean? So people come to me with these questions and I'm like, ah, I don't know what year that leg press is. Like, they're like, what year is this? Uh, and it's some off brand. Like, what year is this Empire leg press? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, I thought you knew equipment. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not who i thought you were you're not who i thought you were yeah unfollow yeah my my knowledge of most things it's either trapped in my brain for some reason that i can't explain or it's just i know what i like right yeah you know what i mean so people mistake that sometimes as like having like this all-encompassing knowledge of equipment i'm like no no, no i just know what i like like i'll Right. You know what I mean? I still run into pieces all the time where I'm like, what is this? And I try it and I'm like, fuck, that feels good. You know, there's some weird off brand, some company that made pieces for two years and then stopped, you know, and there's a couple of great things out there, you know, like we run into those still. Yeah. So, you know what brand you don't hear people talk about a lot on podcasts and stuff when we talk about equipment is Magnum. That Magnum you know, funny. chest press. Say Magnum. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, like they make some good stuff and all the yeah. powerhouse gyms have like at least a couple Magnum pieces here in Detroit. Right. Yeah, so I believe that Magnum, the strength training company, right, which made like heavy duty equipment and had some, I remember there was a Magnum chest supported T-bar that I really liked. Ooh, yeah. There was like a really great Magnum piece at some gym that I used and then they had like a row and a chest press that were really good pieces. Um, I think Matrix bought that company. Oh, okay. And now Matrix has a plate-loaded line called the Magnum Series. Huh. And I think they're, you know, they may have kept some of them the same, but, you know, they use the round tubing instead of square. Like, they stylized it differently, but I yeah. think some of them are essentially the same pieces. Huh, okay. So, as to whatever the, the you know, the last line of Magnum stuff was. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's true. Huh. I think that's true. And now people good. out there with real knowledge can correct me. We won't listen anyways, but yeah, correct away. Yeah, I'm just blabbering. Anyways, good line. And also, there's another brand that I've only tried a handful of pieces and I like them all. And it was King. I don't even know. You ever see King? Never heard of it. No. no. So Bev Francis Powerhouse, there's a chest supported T-bar that's King. 
It's like an old black one. It has a, and it's the King brand. And then I used a shoulder press, like a, a pin loaded stack shoulder press. It was like fucking awesome one time that was King. Huh. And I haven't seen, I don't know if it's like an old East Coast brand, but it was real heavy duty. But if anyone out there knows what happened to King, they can tell me in the comments. I'm sure someone knows. So it was good stuff too. I know you're trying to get to a topic here, but I have to interrupt because I got to ask you, because you mentioned Mutant on a Mission. You've trained at so many different gyms. Have you ever been to, and I think it might be in Nebraska, I could be wrong, Bob's gym? No, I haven't been to Bob's. I, I know John Meadows went to Bob's once to train, and he did. Remember that gym series he did where he just kind of shot it on his phone? Yep, yep. And threw him up. He t he messaged me after he was at Bob's, and he yeah. said, Ron, I just trained at the coolest gym. You got to check out Bob's gym. Okay, so, I, and that's the reason I ask is because um, I was talking about cool gyms on online one time, and I said that I thought that quads was the best. And John chimed in, and he was like, "Bob's, Bob's is the best." And I was like, "What do you? How do you compare it to quads?" And he said, "Bob's is better than quads." Wow. So there's that. That's a bold statement. I mean, and not to even argue, because I've never been there, but like, I trained at quads. I'd say six times before I ever went downstairs. Yeah, right, right. Like literally, I trained. I was like, I don't need to go downstairs. Everything I need is right here. And right, I already came up here. I don't want to go back down. Fuck till I leave. <laughs> Let's see. But what's the what's the gym um, in Texas though, uh, or not Texas? In um, Cleveland, I wonder how that stacks up to that gym that you went to. Um, so in Cleveland, that was uh, old school iron. Holy oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That gym. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was a really great gym. Are you talking about Bob's gym in Lake City? What city or what state is that? Lake City. Uh, I don't know. It was like Let's the Midwest. Pull Let's pull it up. Where's <clears throat> Lake City? Lake City. What state is this in? Oh no, that's like Nepal. Wow, there's a couple Bob. <laughs> yeah, there's a Bob's gym in like Nepal. That's hilarious. That's not the one. Yeah, there's another one. Wow, there's like a couple overseas ones. Huh. Hong Kong. Jesus. I'm having a hard time finding it on Instagram. Huh. And I thought I followed them too. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll I'll have, have to, to figure to it out. One. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell okay, you what. Maybe someone can tell us the, the proper Bob's gym to follow. Yeah. I'm looking around and there's a bunch of them on Instagram. Okay, there is a Bob's Fitness Complex, the ultimate workout facility in Bellevue, Nebraska. I think that that might be the one. But I'll tell you what, okay. while we're doing the show, I'll find that video that John did and see if I can verify right. How about that. There you go. That sounds great. Okay. Okay. So we were going to talk. I know the pendulum squat leg press question got people talking. So we were going to talk. What about back? So what was the original question? If you could have only one piece in your home gym? Yeah, or was it? No, if you could that, only use one piece yeah. to grow your legs, which piece right. would you use? Well, I mean, so for back, I mean, 
let's can are we taking out the answers barbell and chin up bar yes yes <laughs> we're just yeah. removing those yeah. two just like for you it's know it's a barbell yeah like with a barbell you, you can that. do you know barbell rows t-bar rows and then barbell rows are are actually three different exercises or five different exercises however you want to do your barbell rows so there's a lot of variety there obviously with a barbell you can do like a bunch of different stuff set it up for t-bars you got meadows rows one arm rows you know all that stuff with the landmine but then do you count the landmine as a piece of equipment so let's just say you can only have one back machine how's that is it one total or one for thickness and one for width? I know you hate that terminology, but I think it's just one. I think we got to say just shit. one. All right, I know my answer. You guys go ahead. I think mine simply because I'd be tempted to say chest supported T bar row. Right mm-hmm. there, we go. So it was Bob's I'd gym. Be- that was the that was the one in Nebraska. Bob's was- Fitness Complex. Yeah, yeah. Let me look that up. I'll have to go there. I'll have to go there and check it out. So I was tempted to say chest supported T-bar row. There we go. I got it. Bob's Fitness Complex. But. Nebraska. Okay. But I'm thinking of like multiple things. And you also have to like, you know, I like some back like unsupportedness. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Get the erectors involved. So I would say uh-huh. a cable row, a cable, a seated cable row complex, like a pulley, a single pulley row. You could do so much on a pulley row. You know, you do the long Arnold reps. You could sit up and do the, you know, the strict stuff, wide grip, narrow grip, changing out all the bars, one arms. You know, you could do the dusty pulls where you just kneel behind the thing and do the the head yeah. down pulls that he was doing for DC. Yeah. You could, you know what I mean? So much you can do off a of pulley. Um so I would say like a pulley row, just having a pulley row is a massive tool for back development in, in all ways. Well, let me ask you this, Ron. What about if it was just any exercise? It could be free weight. If you could only do one exercise for back, because I know Dusty's answer is going to be really different than yours. And, and I think I already know what Dusty's answer is. But if you could I just do answer, one. I, I think our answer is going to be the same, and I want to hear Ron's answer. Okay. Well, I would say barbell rows. Okay, yeah. Same answer. <laughs> I would say barbell rows cuz there's, you know, the 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 that's that supportness of the the lower back, the erectors getting overloaded with really heavy rows and you know, I, there's there's a lot of um, you know, heavy weight that can be moved by the back in that position and and you know, you can adjust your row from set to set. Variations. Just pound up. You could you could go barbell row for forty five minutes and have like a completely <laughs> ridiculous back workout. You know what I mean? You know, also you bring the bar to your waist, you bring it to your mid chest, you know, all sorts yeah, of pendulum yeah. rows, you know, all sorts of stuff. So I'd say the barbell row would be the one exercise. But if I could only have one machine, it would be a pulley stack. Yeah, I was going to say, um, because I was assuming I could use a barbell for anything else I wanted to. We only had one machine. Right. Yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking we had a squat the, rack in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I would do the uh, reverse grip hammer pull down. I love that because the way it isolates the lat. Yeah. What I think is interesting on that piece is most people do it wrong. They pull it down and back. And if you mm-hmm. really want to isolate the lat, 
it's straight down. Oh yeah, you yeah. Just pull yeah. that yes. elbow down. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, and it's also one that I mean, if you're doing it right, I I, I don't know anyone that would load that fucking thing. I get four yeah. plates on there now, and it's like eight reps. And I mean, they are the last two are go to war. Kind of got that rep reps. Yeah, like you know, yeah. I mean, there's guys that are stronger than me on that stuff now, but I'm thinking. I don't see anybody doing 12 and they're like, oh, I guess I got to go up to five plates. Yeah. Like, I, I, there's Jesus. one person, <laughs> one person, you know, like I, I often tell clients, Hey, do you follow this guy? Make sure you follow him and train like him. Mm-hmm. And when you say the hammer reverse grip pull down, I just said to someone the other day, he was like, Hey, you Justin. know, I'm, I'm uh, Justin Shire. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I sent Justin, I've sent Justin Shire videos to like probably 10, 12 different clients like hey um for back i'm gonna stop talking just do this <laughs> like watch what this need. guy's doing do this this is how you like this is the probably in my opinion one of the best guys to follow for just watching how he moves weights and how he mm-hmm. trains deliberately and how like everything is perfect and um i think that that's uh, justin shire's fantastic to follow for that because it's just a grade rep after rep you know yeah so yep. yeah yeah what about you scott you didn't say your you didn't say your piece you know what machine it's hard to say if it was if so if it was any exercise i've had so many weird low back issues that i've done better with a dumbbell row than a barbell row because I could support myself with that one arm, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, right. take move around stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I feel like you can do a, a lot with that too. And that's that's probably my favorite back exercise for what I would consider to be like just the overall meat and potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. Did we say we can't say it? Like, man. So if I had, it's hard to. It's so it's so freaking hard. I feel like I feel like what you were saying, Ron, a cable stack would allow you to do so many different things. But, but remember, said, you still have your barbell. You have your barbell. So you're allowed okay. to do rows and everything else on that. Mm. You just need one machine that you can only have. I like. Yeah. Okay. So because because I can't do the barbell row with a ton of weight, I would still like to do another row movement. I, I like that. I think it's a prime machine that's like you lay face down on it and you can load three different spots on the do you know what i'm talking about it's a prime row oh, where yeah. you lay face oh, down yeah, i love that row i like that machine and i like this one i just pulled the video up i don't know which one i don't know so there's like three different hammer strength machines like this i'm going to do a screen share here so you guys can see this thing this machine here so the way the handles are are yeah that's the reverse grip ha- that's the Is that the one grip. you were yeah, saying dusty yeah, that's yeah. the dusty one. Yeah. I like that machine personally. I like that machine Love, a lot. Awesome. The, the I, and you know what too? I feel like I didn't always get it. I didn't always get the pull down. And eventually, a few years ago, I I started figuring out that I was just had to do things. I I figured out how to make my own back activate better with it. It was like, I was able Mm -hmm. to create all this like back thickness with, with uh, all my rowing movements, but like, I never was getting anything out of the pull down. It was like, I was hitting like Terry's. It was like all Terry's for me. And eventually I figured out how to like bring my elbows. And you said dusty down, down, 
I'd bring my elbows yep. down. And to me, it's almost like doing a pullover movement. And so when I do a pull down, right. it's kind of coming like that. Like I'm pulling, I'm, I am going literally, like you said, down and I'll pull the bar yeah. a lot lower too on a pull down. Like I'll pull to the bottom of my chest. And to mm-hmm. me, that was a game changer. So I think that machine in particular activates my lats like nothing else. So if I could do that machine and still have a dumbbell row, I'd be happy. Yeah. Beautiful. I love the pull down that Dusty named. Currently we have a, like we have a bunch of hammer strength stuff for back. We have almost all of them. We don't have that one, right? That's the one we don't have, but we have, yeah, we have the high row. We have the low row. We have the the DY row. And then we've, we've got the mid row now. And then um, we have a Panada pull down. That's awesome. The groove is fantastic. Yeah. So I love it. The only thing is I'm skeptical as to whether or not it's going to hold up hmm. to the abuse that our gym unleashes on equipment. So we did make a deal. If it ever breaks on us, we have any problems with it. We're just going to re- replace it with hammer, uh, hammer reverse grip pull down. Nice. So, um, you know, if it does go, cause it gets pounded on and I'm just wondering like, you know, we'll see, but, uh, What's- yeah, definitely that would be the replacement. Is hammer the most dependable equipment because it's so simple? Absolutely. Hmm. So as a gym owner now for five years, obviously, you know, training at gyms and loving gyms is way fucking different than owning one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because all the stuff you didn't think about, you know, oh, I love this piece of equipment. And then you talk to a gym owner, why'd you get rid of it? And he's like, I fixed it six fucking times. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, or why did you get rid of all of the whatever brand, you know, insert brand here? Why'd you sell those three pieces that you had? I like those. He's like, yeah, you didn't like fixing them, did you? You know, like I've had gym owners say that to me. And then, and then I've had members now say it to us. Why did you get rid of that? Why'd you get rid of that leg press? Mm. And I'm like, it was a, we fucking fixed that piece of shit three times. Took me four hours the last time it broke. Hmm. We had to take the bearings out of it and fucking, you know what I mean? And well, plus so you take when a you beating get, when your equipment is down because your your members are yeah. up your ass yeah. if your equipment's down yeah. for more than a day. And you know, and we've been through a lot of stuff. And I mean, we're currently looking back at Hammer like, hmm. man, it's hard. Like you know, we get some nice stuff in the gym, some cool pieces that everyone loves, and then next thing you know, we're warranty get back on warranty for parts, and this is bolt mm-hmm. busted, and this came out, and and you know, um. You know, I'm, we, we're starting to realize now why a lot of gyms, like a lot of, you know, they just go hammer, plate loaded. Hmm. Let's yep. get all the back pieces, all the chest pieces, and we don't have to worry about this shit. And it's just the, the amount of moving parts. There's, there's minimal yeah. moving parts. And then another thing that people don't appreciate about hammer in a hardcore gym is, you know, a lot of the fancy stuff now, like if you go buy like a piece of pre-core or something, it might have the same feel as the old Icarian piece. Cause you know, a lot of people like say that chest supported row, for example, mm-hmm. you know, it essentially still has the same feel as the old Icarian. Cause it's the same angle and the same right. length of arm. And it's essentially the same piece, but you know, instead of just having a bare metal frame, there's mm-hmm. like plastic caps on the ends now that are nice. And you know, a lot of different things on the handles that make them look nice. And as soon as someone drops a plate on the end of the frame, that plastic cap is shattered. Mm. So now you've got a busted plastic cap on the end of the frame. And then, you know, how long does it take for people to rip the shit out of those grips? You know, the, you know what I mean? Oh, so like, 
sometimes the sometimes sometimes the 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 new stuff is just it's it's angering because you're like why did you put all this like you know plastic covers on everything just so i can watch my members smash the shit out of it huh you know just leave it bare metal and then you look at a piece of hammer and what is it just bare metal yep you know? i remember ron you said something about a, a equipment from your perspective one time that really stuck with me because when i was looking to buy a couple of pieces i was thinking about like well what's going to be good what's going to hold up and then after i started moving commercial equipment i really recognized just how heavy duty this stuff is but it's it my needs as a home gym owner are a lot different than yours you got me thinking because you said about a leg press in particular you were like you have to think that that thing it's like and the way i thought about it was it has to be built like it's on a production line down the street from me at ford because it's just going up and down all day long me i'm going to use that leg press you know once every five days once a week it's getting next right. to no use but that thing's like in motion constantly at your situation you know yeah you know just think of a robot at a at a plant yeah that just fucking does you know non-stop like sometimes they don't even turn them off for weeks yeah you know so you just think like is my leg press going to be able to do that so how many all fucking day how many sets do you would you envision would be on say a popular leg press like is that just constantly in action all day long at your gym well you'd say that'd be you know maybe there's a hundred a day yeah you know yeah just think of a hundred sets a day on a piece of equipment and then you just go yeah, 365 easily. days a year. Yeah. Yep. You know? I had a guy point that out with cardio equipment, Scott. Hmm. Uh, when I was younger, I wanted to buy a, a treadmill for the house. Yeah. And so I came in and I asked him, I said, hey, how much can you get me one of those treadmills for? And he goes, for what? And I said, my house. And he's like, Sears. Mm. Go to Sears. He's like, get a treadmill for like 500 bucks. That's all you need. Yeah. Goes, you will not wear it out. And he's right. I mean, I had the same treadmill pretty much my entire career. And sold it for like three hundred bucks. That I bought for five. No kidding, because you got your money out of that. <laughs> yeah, you don't need it. And I mean, you know, now even with inflation, I bought one for the house just because I don't want to go to the gym just to do cardio. Thousand bucks. Yeah. A brand new treadmill. What's that cost at the gym now, Ron? Four or five grand. Oh, like, like well, Canadian, they're like six, seven grand for a new treadmill. Seven grand Canadian for a new treadmill. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. the commercial treadmills are so nice. I got a hell of a deal on mine, but I have like one of the Life Fitness Club series. It took two oh, guys yeah. to take it apart and carry it down my stairs. It was crazy. But I got but a hell of a deal. That's the same thing, though. That's you know? meant to be used for like, you know, that'll last really forever be running in a guy's for 18 house. hours yeah. a day. And it'll be fine. Yeah. You know? Well, they'll do it like a, like, like, think of like a treadmill doing 100,000 kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's like, they're designed to do like 150,000 kilometers, you know? So that's a lot of fucking walking. The people that I bought know? it from, they were out in Ann Arbor and they were, uh, they literally had a mansion, first of all. And they sold it to me for a really good price. They just said, the only thing is we want you to have a commercial mover, move it. We don't want like you and your buddies because they wanted like, if something happened, you know, they wanted yeah, they the a insurance. nice house and stuff. Yeah. 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 But the guy, it was the guy's treadmill and he was like, you know, very... How can I put it? I don't. I, I'll just say he was like they were vegan, you know, and he he enjoyed running, and he had like his shoes that he wore just for the treadmill next to the tread. It was, and he, they bought it brand new, and they're like, oh, we want to get a Peloton now, so we're just gonna get rid of this, and they basically gave it away. Yeah, that's that's awesome. a great deal. I like something like that. Yeah, we have we have all new cardio coming in December because we want to keep the cardio on warranty, right? So we we're gonna switch it out every three years. 
Nice. And um, it's almost three years. This, it'll be three years this December. So we have all new Matrix cardio coming, all new bikes, all new treadmills, all new steppers. Everything's getting replaced. Keep it on warranty. Keep it on lease. You know what I mean? Never yeah, have to worry yeah. about it. If, if something breaks, you just take a picture of it. Take a picture of the serial number. Send it to this email. And the repair guy shows up like a week later, fixes it. Boom. Good to go. So it's uh, that's what we're doing in December. And and it's funny because, you know, we looked at the top line, like Matrix has the performance line. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they have the endurance line. And then they have like the, the one that's like for condos and, you know, the hotels and stuff below that. Right. But the performance and endurance lines are both commercial grade. And it's just the performance line is like, you know, X number of kilometers. Like it's it's just it's a little more heavy duty. So our guy looked at our treadmills and, you know, could see like how much they've been used mm-hmm. and they right. can tell like and he's like you guys actually at your gym you don't need performance he's like right. the endurance line the endurance line is fully enough for you guys and you can save like hmm. you know a bunch of money like you know almost a grand on each treadmill by going with the endurance series because it's more than enough treadmill for your guys's gym you know because like there's periods of time where all the treadmills upstairs are completely empty hmm. and the gym mm-hmm. floor is packed right yeah. So we have that demo. We don't have that cardio, like, you know, that, that where you go to like a commercial gym and the treadmills are packed and there's nobody training. Like that doesn't happen at our gym ever. Yeah. It's the other way around. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you guys would do great with this endurance line. It'll look great. It's all fucking commercial grade. You'll love it. So let's do that. Maybe some nice. money. Then we put that into equipment. So yeah, we're excited. You That's know, awesome. brand new shit. Okay. Do we have any questions, Scott? I'm sure I, we got some questions. I'm tapped out of questions. We we did them You're on the last episode. Yeah, I thought yeah, I, always I, have one of you. I thought Dusty had some some stuff off of. Uh, he does. Pull it some, some, here some off topic stuff. Here. Dusty had a really good series of long, like he oh, had a very long whoa, whoa, question whoa. box. Whoa. Last week. I'm fucking did up he? here. I'm sorry, guys. Are you ready? Are you yeah, ready, yeah. Scott? You got something. Oh, Dusty's got no. something for us. Here we go. Overrated, underrated. <laughs> It's We're time. <laughs> We're starting with this list. one. Wedding. Accurately rated. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it one more time. I won't do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> That's even better than you did here. Weddings. Ooh. Getting married. Overrated. Underrated. Overrated. Wow. Overrated. Whoa. <laughs> I'm shocked that you told the truth, Scott. Um, <laughs> well, I had a strong feeling, you know. Sometimes I don't have. Uh, sometimes I don't care. So but, this could back, be. Back this could up. be. Let's this, hear why. This, this could be a question uh, from whose point of view? Are you ge- being invited to a wedding? Or oh, are you getting married. Oh, being invited is obvious. Nobody wants to do that shit. Fuck that. Right. No, I'm talking right. about being in the wedding. Like that's an obvious one. That you you are getting married. Overrated, underrated, and of course why. What's overrated baby, is baby, this shit's so good that we just gotta get the government involved. Yeah. <laughs> Everything gets better when the government's involved. Oh, we God. need the government involved in this, baby. <laughs> Let's bring the government in. We need to know what they think about this. Yeah. Yeah. So so all right. Scott, go ahead. Come on, give me your line. I, I was going from <clears throat> the way we look at weddings and the money that we spend on weddings. I I totally I guess I get it. Uh, but I feel like we have, in a way, been brainwashed. And mostly, 
it's the the women in the world i think that have been brainwashed into thinking that they need to have this ultimate perfect day and that they the the world then caters to that and sells them these weddings that are like 20 30 40 50,000 dollars you could you could put a nice payment on a home for that or take a month long vacation with that you know it's like Mm-hmm. And, and Victoria and I are both of the same mindset. You know, we had a very small wedding, which we had to we had to hustle it along too. But we literally only had six guests at our wedding, and it was the coolest day of the world. It was like one of my favorite days ever. We had an awesome time. It was it was really cool. It sucked that like we kind of were forced into having to do it when we did. Otherwise, she'd have to go home, and then we wouldn't see each other for a year. We were apart for eleven months. It was brutal, you know, and we couldn't get across the border. Yeah. So, but the, the, the wedding itself, I think it's just people, people put too much pressure on themselves and, and they try to, to buy a perfect day. And I think you can, we can do a lot more with a lot less. And then, you know, I don't know, just take that money and do something else with it. That's my opinion. Concur. Agree. Agree. Yeah. I, I, I always, I was always amazed that I just didn't, you know, I mean, I've, me and Emily been together over 10 years and we're not married, you know? And I guess we always just kind of thought, well, let's just not get married and then we'll never get divorced. You know, <laughs> that was kind of the joke. Like, let's not set this up to make it more stressful. This is going really good. You know, we're really happy. We're saving money. We're doing this, you know, it's just, I don't know. Everything's been just going so great that we just didn't want to get in there and like disturb the flow. And then the money thing, like every time I'm like, Hey, do you want to like drop like 40 grand on a wedding? Like no, yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, we just kind of like never really did it. We never really thought it was necessary. I always in like you know I've had fun going to weddings and you know what do you what's 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 dinner gonna be? Let's pig out, you know. Maybe I'll even get hammered. You know, let's see how time. <laughs> but uh, might- you know, we went to her we went to her best friend's wedding in Mexico like back in 2017, and that was like one of the funnest little week long trips we ever took because it was like. You know, all fun and games. We were just at the Mexican resort, hanging by the pool. You know, I drank like three nights out of the week. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I just never thought I wanted to spend the money on it. And and you're, and then Scott's totally onto something. I get, like, I probably ruined the party with, like, the, you know, how marketing has brainwashed people into, like, feeling they have to, like, do these crazy things to prove their love and then all this status symbol stuff gets attached like you know the people in the higher the people in the higher echelons of society you know they see their weddings like if you don't spend a hundred thousand dollars on your daughter's wedding it's like you know the other guys in the boardroom are gonna think you're cheap and you know like that sort of thing just gets crazy to me i just it's the whole rat race rat race stuff really gets me whenever i see something is like this is just a economically weird competition that we're in now yeah i always thought that was like an odd thing so agreed 100 you need to hang up and call back though ron your mic oh it stopped working yeah look at that dusty figured stuff out you knew that it was bothering me the whole time it was yeah but you let him finish though you know, as well, I had a professional. To. He was in a zone. You yeah. got to let it roll. Oh, yeah. And then you go, are, are you done? Yeah, cool. Fucking hang up. You're killing me. Yeah. I want your buttery, <laughs> smooth voice. There Wrong. we go. I bet it's I'm back. Oh, he's, oh, you are completely back. back. That's there like smooth <laughs> jazz voice now. I love it. Good. Was it just I didn't the last answer? My, another question. The last little question. It just went on me or what? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right in the middle. I mean, it lost all of its power. It's pretty much, we'll probably just cut your whole part. Just cut it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. HGH. Underrated. I'm going to say overrated. Okay. 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 Let's go. Argue in the middle. (laughs) So I'll go first. I'll keep it simple. I think HGH is overrated because I'm thinking of like most people who are interested in using it. Mm-hmm. You know, most people who are interested in using HGH to like get huge are yeah. in for like a real disappointment. Yeah. Spilling coffee everywhere. That's my point. Obviously, it's like a really, you know, really, you know, big tool for guys at like extreme levels to, you know, go to the next level or whatever they're doing. But for most people, they just don't get what they think they're going to get out of it. I think it's a huge waste of money for a lot of competitors. Yeah. I can't argue any of that. In fact, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I still wanted to say underrated because I, f- just to be counter, cause I feel like all of everything we always say in the podcast, I mean, that is the truth that, you know, there are people that are like, oh, man, I want to take growth hormone and should I spend them? I totally agree with you. But I so I guess it, I will agree that it is overrated. But at the same time, man, I really like it. Like, I really like it. I, I like the I like it for like a TRT or, you know, HRT kind of thing at this stage mm-hmm. of my life. I think that it has some benefit just like in quality of life, stuff like that. Is it going to be like a if I were to stop taking it today, which there's periods I'll forget to take it for like a month, okay? It doesn't make that big of a difference. But when I, you know, I, I can tell a difference. It's just a little, little nuance. It's the finer things in life, right. Ron, you know, when you're in your okay. 40s and I know. you're just like. I know, I know. You want, yeah, I know. You want to spend money on the good, you want the good stuff, yeah. Doesn't stop your, you from aging, doesn't stop your hair from turning gray, anything like nah. that. So there's no anti, you know, there's yeah. that. I think I think you're right, Scott. I think the only thing that I tell people who ask me is if you're asking in the term with the terms, is it worth the money? The answer is no. Yeah. Because if you had enough money that it was worth it, you wouldn't ask that question. That's that's one of the things about it. Is if you're asking about the money part, then no. But if money's no object, then yes. Because I mean, yeah. realistically, um, for most people. And I'm, I'm going to list a low number, but let's just say, can you spend $700 a month for something that will not get you the results that your first cycle of $100 of Sipinate got you for the whole cycle? Yeah, because realistically, that it's that accurate. Like, I think a lot of guys, like Ron said, I have a lot of guys that they're thinking I mean, I hear all the time, man, you got you pros must take like fucking 30 units of growth. I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Like it's, you know, to, I don't, I, I will never buy growth again um, because, because my career is over and I don't need it. And the money, even at where I'm at life, it's not worth the money to me anymore. Hmm. I'm like, yeah. eh, I, I'd rather well, that, just see that's that. That's where I am, Dusty. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's where I am too. I haven't taken growth hormones since 2016 when I tore my quad. I remember you saying that. I had, I had, I had some omnitropin in the fridge that I was saving for a pro show. Yeah. And then when I tore my quad, I messaged John Meadows and I was like, "What would you do with this omnitropin? Like, uh, I just tore my quad. 
Like, would you mm-hmm. take two IUs a day for like four months while I rehab my leg? And John goes, no, I'd get on it right now while the tendon is healing fresh from surgery. I'd take like six IUs a day for like however many weeks it lasts. Yeah. 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 Like take a higher dose and maybe even if it, so I think it only lasted me like eight weeks. Okay. But I took, that's a nice time. It's a good period. Yeah. But so for the first eight weeks that the tendon was healing, starting the day of surgery, I took like, I used up all the Omni I had. I can't remember how much I had, but I remember I had like, I don't know, six or seven 30 IU vials. So I had like quite a bit of Omni saved up and um, I just blasted it. So I remember how many I had. It lasted like eight weeks, but I blasted like a higher dose of it just while I was rehabbing my leg, you know? Mm -hmm. And he said it was all about the formation of the initial formation of the the new tendon. Do you know what I mean? Like instead of stretching it out over four or five months, get get it high while it's like freshly healing from surgery and make sure it's like flooded with you know, all the growth factors and everything. So I just took his advice on that. The other week on blood, sweat and gear, we were talking about uh, GH loading into a show. And that's something I had never done before. And Andrew Berry Mm. was talking about it. And he said that John liked to do that. And they were talking about how he uh, totally peeled down, totally depleted. And then when he loaded, he literally loaded with 36 units in in a day. Yeah. (laughs) Which I yeah. thought that was incredible. Oh. That was incredible. I couldn't imagine that. I took like six units of Humatrope once, and I got a splitting headache. Uh, I, I oh, I never it. ever felt a single thing from me. Yeah. I never ever. Felt I got a like a blood thing. pressure thing from it when I when really? I know it was eight wow. units. Yeah, yeah. Never even yeah. heard of that. It's weird. Never felt nothing. Uh, okay, Donna, relax. Donna wants in. One second. She's yelling at me. Donna wants in. Yeah, I wouldn't. Spend I like that the over under surprise. It was good. Mm. I wouldn't spend that kind of money. I, I high quality generic is what I, I so stick with. the yeah. The bottom line Two, was I've seen I've seen far 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 more guys use GH and not look any better than they did before. Than mm-hmm. I have seen guys who added GH and suddenly looked better. Right, you know, those are like the elite bodybuilders, the genetically gifted, the good bodybuilders that are competing at a high level and have a lot of muscle. They look better when they take real GH or whatever. And there's some but people, the regular, yeah, the regular dudes doing like the, you know trying to work their way up the ladder, or maybe they're just starting out or doing regional shows or whatever. I, I just haven't seen them get better, like in the same numbers. Like they, they just, it's not there. There's some people I think too that do respond better than others and we've talked about that in a lot of the shows and i Mm -hmm. I think we so we've that's kind of conjured up a question that people ask us like how do i know if i'm a good responder to gh and the answer is like if you've been running two to three units three to four units and you haven't been able to answer that question yet that's the answer you know yeah 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 Yeah. um you know what what it comes down to um for i think for most guys the 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 big thing I press on guys, if nothing else, is leave some tricks in the bag. Hmm. There's a lot of guys who very, very early in their career, like they haven't even won an overall title yet, and they're throwing all this shit at, and their goal is to turn pro. And I'm like, where do we go from here? If you're taking growth, mm-hmm. you're taking insulin, you're taking high doses of all your drugs, where's up? You know, so I've always thought yeah. it was good to have that thing that you just add in, you know, because I really don't think that 
a lot of people understand guys that are winning at the local level, not all of them, but the guys who quickly advance on like their cycle is like testing something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the guy that just mopped the floor with you, you know? Yeah. So you got to factor things. I really, I know we press it a ton, but I don't think people realize how sadly genetic some of this really gets. Yeah. You know, you're right like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, now Jed wants out. <laughs> so my underrated is specifically for guys that are in their 40s that are like maybe a little enhanced, mostly on TRT, mm-hmm. in incredible shape. Finances are good. They got money in the bank and that they're they're using a good quality generic at two to three units. If you were spending oh, no, I agree. $700 a month, I wouldn't see that. I don't care how much money you're saving. I couldn't spend $700 at a minimum per month, you know, that like to me, right. I, I could never justify that. No way. Not I'll for this American point in life. Growth, yes. So my growth was always a little more. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, is you, you're right. Like I always call it growth a fountain of youth. Like it, it's, it was in Scottsdale. It was a very popular thing for like middle-aged ladies who had money. Yeah, exactly. They growth all the time for their skin, their hair, their nails. Phenomenal. But it really does come down to the money and if it's worth it to you for what you're going to get. you know. But I think when you're taking that stance, like we talked about in the bodybuilding, for most people, I think that they're going to find they're disappointed because of the price. Now, if yeah. it costed half of what it does and they got that same result, I think they'd be like, that's not bad. Yeah. you know. Your expectations change on anything. Um in my opinion, like we, we talk about this with even cigars, like there's a level where I'm like, okay, I don't think a cigar should cost more than 30 bucks because I smoke a $50 cigar and I'm like, oh my God, it's totally worth almost double. Hmm. No, that doesn't happen for me. So in my opinion, like that's the, that's the line. I'm like, eh, anything over 30 is out of control. Yeah. All right. We got, we got to do at least, at least a couple more, but I got to come with one that, I'm actually excited to hear Ron's answer because he's going to go off a little bit here. Oh, here we go. What grinds Ron's gears? Overrated or underrated Star Wars? <laughs> because I know his answer is going to be great. Mm. See, it's not about that I don't know he loves it. It's is it overrated or underrated and why? There's so many ways to answer this from yes. so many perspectives. So, my rule. <laughs> Your rule, My rule of, on these of going based on the current, people, the current situation. Okay, valid, right? Yeah, the current situation. I'm gonna say overrated, and that's because yeah. I think Disney did such a fucking terrible job on several of the again. movies. I did it again. You did. You did. Yeah. So first of all. <laughs> First of all, George Lucas, George Lucas fucked up the prequels. Okay, he fucked up the prequels. Phantom Menace was a disaster. The other two are actually a lot better in hindsight than at the time. I can watch this the second and third movies of the prequels, and they're actually they're watchable. At the Mm -hmm. time, I was upset about all three of them. I was like, what the fuck? And then they got a little better with hindsight, but Phantom Menace is a disaster. So George Lucas fucked that up. And he, you know, he, he's kind of ended his reign in like a bad spot. Like he kind of fucked up the prequels and I was upset about it. Then Disney came along 
and they did a really fun job on the first one force awakens but i could see how some people were upset but i enjoyed it and then they just did like how can we make the worst possible decisions over and over and over again for the last jedi and the rise of skywalker it's fucking terrible like as a star wars fan they were absolutely insulting ridiculously terrible scripts the actors must have been pissed off reading those lines like just brutal scripts terrible stories that made no fucking sense bad decisions things that had things that were departures from the 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 whole lore of star wars like let's just pretend this is a thing and they just did a bunch of dumb shit it was really angry they did a fantastic job on rogue one and the mandalorian series has been awesome so there's been some wins but you got the three prequels which are still hurting and then you got how badly they fucking fucked up on some of the movies that disney's handled so i'm going to say currently they're overrated they still have to work hard they have to work hard to get back to their like they got to pump out some fucking good movies to get me back on the underrated train Tell me I did not just destroy that question, Scott. It was Tell good. Me that wasn't, I it's saw good. his face and I was like, oh my God, I got him. I got him yeah. now. It was like you lit the fuse. <laughs> you lit the fuse and you got away. Just, just ran. Time. I fucking ran. He did. And I was like, all right, he's got it. He's got it now. Let's go. And you yeah. knew you had to run far because I was going to. You, you, know, you know how. Off, you know how. They <laughs> fucked up everything they could fuck up. Yeah. yeah he, he was pissed. Up a lot. I was pissed. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know when you have, like, let's say you have a kid. And the kid does some cool stuff, but you don't want to like, you still want to tell them you can do better yeah, and you hope that right. they can do better. That's what I just did to the Star Wars franchise. You can do better. So you're not mad. You're just disappointed. Yeah. Ooh. Let's hire, <laughs> let's hire nothing against female writers and directors, but let's hire a bunch of female writers that didn't even see the first three fucking movies. Weren't even <laughs> alive to see them. They're not even like yes. aware enough of the original three to get what the real fans want. And let's have them like write the stories and the scripts based on, you know, how they think people should interact. Yeah, it was really terrible. That's great. I feel like I can't do any more overrated and underrated today because it's only going to be a drop off from here, Scott. That was like, Ooh, yeah, that was, really- that was good. We got to end on that note of the overrated and underrated. Wait, I have to, I have to give, I have to give you one update. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to go on. I thought you had more. No, no. I'm supposed to be so good. I'd have been so happy. I'm not done. <laughs> Just give me, well, maybe the I'm update. not done. Maybe I'm not done. Maybe I'm not done. Maybe I'm not done. I got to find the name. I'm, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, okay. This is her name. Kathleen Kennedy, the producer and president of Lucasfilm. Needs to be fucking fired. She could be watching That's this right now. If you're watching this right now. Yeah, if you know Kathleen Kennedy, tell her she's fucking terrible and she needs to be fired. And not like asked to resign, but like she needs to walk out the front door with a fucking box in her hand and reporters in her face. <laughs> I don't know. They just told me my office was locked. I couldn't. Like it needs to be like, there needs to be like some humiliation involved. Um. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. this is one of my I best. My best. Good. I, 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 good work, I, think, I think she's still. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's still involved. So, anyway, you know she, you know I think I good, assume Scott? she's still president of Lucasfilm. She might be gone now, but whatever. Do you, do you know why this is so good, Scott? What is that? Because you and I are carrying a conversation on about it, but he's not even hearing it because he's still going. Fuck that cat. Sorry. Sorry. One thing. (gasps) One thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to retire from the show. No, no, no. It's nothing to do with Star Wars. Overrated, underrated. (laughs) And nothing to do with Star Wars. This is a story of redemption. I have a story of redemption. Oh, you guys will like this. I we were asked once. We we talked about what the worst concert we've ever seen was. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I said oh, Smashing Pumpkins right. in 1996 because the sound was just so the fucking sound. terrible. I couldn't hear anything. I was blown away at how bad it was. I, I was just like totally disappointed. Well, I went and saw the Pumpkins on Friday night. Yeah? It was Jane's Addiction and Ooh. the Smashing Pumpkins. And I'd never seen Jane's Addiction before. And we mm-hmm. had floor seats, pretty middle, like pretty middle down the middle <clears throat> aisle, really close to the middle aisle. And I realize now in hindsight, you know, I think obviously our spot on the floor was maybe just great for sound because, mm. you know, you're in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jane's Addiction came out and just blew me away. I had no idea they were going to be that fucking good. They're amazing. I, I could not believe how good they sounded. Perry yeah. Farrell's like, what, 60? Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's, fucking, he's one of my fucking life heroes, actually. He he's he's an amazing frontman performer, just yeah. ripping it up. They had these really hot dancers that were like all over the the set, like crawling around and dance. And they had like go go dancers, so it was like had a little bit extra, like you know, little he likes the manly sort of. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, hey, we got some sexy girls. Not everybody's bringing hot chicks out anymore, right? Yeah, you know, they brought hot chicks out. They had like you know dancing all over, and we were close enough to appreciate it. And uh, they sounded fucking fantastic. And I, I remember thinking, Jesus Christ, I think that's the best opening band I've ever seen huh. as far as how they, the show does, as far as opening band goes. I don't remember anybody ever coming out to open and being that good. Jesus Addiction and then, fantastic, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and then after I started telling people, they're like, oh, yeah, Jane's Addiction blew me away in you know, 2005 when I saw them or whatever the fuck. So anyways, moving on, I thought, oh, well, the Pumpkins have a lot to, to do now. Because they're the worst band I've ever seen. Yeah. Right? And I just saw Jane's Addiction, who were fucking awesome. So the pumpkins come out. Boom. I couldn't. There was just. I can't express how great they were, how awesome Billy sounded. The guitars, just everything was perfect. Everything was separate. Like, I could hear everything really, really well. The set list was crazy. Um, he had a lot of fun with the crowd. Like there was, you know, a lot of like interaction and he would like fool around on his guitar and kind of start, you know, like a riff and get the crowd cheering and then switch to another riff. And like, he was just having fun and it was just a great show. And it was also funny. Cause like, we're looking around at the demo and I'm like, man, there's a lot of gray hair here. Like, <laughs> a lot, of, you know, there was no, there was no annoying kids. Like, you know, trying to crowd surf. Everyone was just like standing in their spot, like listening to the music. And, and it was, uh, it was a hell of a show. And I just got to say that, you know, it's nice to put that worst band I ever saw, you know, cause the pumpkins are one of my favorite bands and they were the worst band I'd ever seen. And that was like yeah. weird to me. 
and uh it was just fucking awesome i had a blast and it was like my first concert since covid like first hmm. big show you know back to the yeah. arenas back to the full like i was like fuck yeah let's keep this going so yeah that's my little thing i just had to give the update I'm glad I got the update. I forgot because I saw that on your uh, Instagram, and I purposely didn't ask you so I could ask you here, and then you derailed everything with that fucking Kathleen Turner. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> Kathleen that Kennedy. was that. Kennedy. Kathleen, yes, Turner's, right. uh, Ka- Kathleen Turner is a fantastic actress. Okay. Of course she is, because I knew that. You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. I'm glad. Now, now Ron, that you're back on the concerts, you got to get back out there, though, man. You're... You're so far behind. You got to get moving. I know. I know. I know. I know. I have to get back into it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the over-under or the overrated-underrated. Yeah. Over-under is a sport bet thing. Same thing. (laughs) We appreciate everybody. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and... Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Remember, just I am mutant. I am mutant.com. Big Ron 20, Dusty 20, means you get 20% off. For so you. use the code. For you, you save money. And uh, yeah, Scott, comment with questions in the YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. We need questions yeah. for the next episode. So yes. throw some stuff at us. And, and maybe, you know, I don't want to take, we don't want to take Dusty's job away from him. But if you have any real good oh, over-unders. We They're may. They suck. I'll fucking ignore them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Send Dusty your over unders and send us your questions. Thanks, everybody. Remember, it's just bodybuilding. 